Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. <coughs> mm-hmm. And Tim Kalpakis. What is up, New Year's Eve weekend stylies? Ooh, Ooh. very nice. Very oh. reflective. Yes. Mm. New Year's Eve, coming up. Mm. Coming up. Well, it's got you down, Jeff. Do we get into it? <laughs> well, uh, Tim, I think it's the same thing that's got you down, my man. I'm talking... SARS-CoV-2. <laughs> the novel coronavirus. So I think, Jeff, you're saying you're feeling kind of down in the dumps over the fact that you and your co-host, Tim, have COVID. Yeah, yep. That's but physically, physically you're okay, but emotionally you're just ba- feeling no, down. No, it's, it's those two contributing factors, I think, have together have me in the dumps. I see. Now, oh. if you can't guess yet, Tim and Jeff have covid Again, once again, Jeff. I'm sorry you're going through this. I I, I want to send you a, a card or something and hope you pull through this hard time of you have you and also your co-host having COVID. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Feeling when it looks like Mike, you squeaked by. Despite... Well, we're we're not out of the woods yet. Oh right, all right. Okay. So we yeah, I'm out in LA still, and I was staying with Jeff. And uh, yesterday, Jeff woke up not feeling great, so he took a test. I went out to go do what I do, watch uh, international soccer. <laughs> early in the morning international soccer <laughs> and then i got a text from jeff saying he was positive so i went back to his house gathered my things and went to the hampton inn suites in glendale oh you should have gone to the hamptons <laughs> yeah right <laughs> I know. but uh this was after we'd done an in-person record and then yeah. gone out to dinner at dinner at, at dinner at which you sipped a martini i was drinking just to see how it tastes yeah there was a lot of shared contact hmm. <laughs> yeah oh yeah so i'm so i'm testing i'm testing negative right now but uh, you know that can change at any moment hey, as long as this podcast isn't testing negative come on now yeah this with is, the critics this is testing positive the the year end review is the critics across the board said yes 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 positive continue hey, two little lines popped up on the test positive reviews <laughs> positive reviews <laughs> Ugh. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm uh, managing right now to, to dodge. You know what it is, Mike? I noticed this when 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 we first got on this Zoom, you were eating an apple. Mm. Were you not? I was. It was really crunchy one. I think it was a Fiji. I, I think Fiji. And I, it made me say to myself, "Wow, Mike really eats of the earth." You know? <laughs> oh, sometimes. Yeah. Because we went grocery shopping, and you picked out uh, a big. Uh, 
sorry, not a big, a small watermelon, mm-hmm. a little thing of raspberries. Mm-hmm. I said, this guy, he eats like, he eats like Adam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I Jeff, so. you could be his Eve. <laughs> I could be. I could be. I also, the first thing I ate when I landed in uh, LA was a double-double cheeseburger. And uh, oh, sure. I, I drank heavily and I'm, uh, I ate a bunch of chips. I got, I'm looking at chips right now across the, the room. That's the other thing. So I, I had a bunch of groceries at Jeff's house, so I brought them with me because there were things for me to eat. Chips chips are good for you. They're um, one of the best, uh, what is it, potato methods, potato formats, what did we call it? Execution <laughs> yeah. of potato? Yeah, yeah. No. One of the best. What, what was it? The best form of potato. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> best, it's one of the best forms of potato. Um, um, but last time, so last... Oh, yeah, go ahead. I was just that if uh, in along the lines of Hanford gets healthy, what's going to really blast you into good health for the new year will be. You mentioned to me you're going to do a polar plunge. I'm going to do a polar plunge on New Year's Day. That is the plan. Uh, now, Tim, you will be with me on New Year's Eve. Should you go to the polar plunge? That remains to be seen. That remains to be seen if I do it too. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody knows right now. Hmm. We're going to find out. Did we cover this on the pod? Did I bring up Tony? Uh, who's the motivational speaker? I can't Robin. think of. Robin? Tony oh, Robbins. Yeah, yeah. We did. He's, I think it was just the last one we talked about this. Hmm. Oh, we were drunk. <laughs> yeah, this is good recap, though. Or did we No, but we, t- we talked about this. No, we talked about this uh, on our own private. We're having that thing where it's we weird. Did. On air, off air. Yeah. What's, what happens at dinner? What happens in the studio? You know? I don't, I don't know where Tim, the host... Starts in it, yeah, right, right. They both say, I'll "What say is that up? from the neck up? It's the host." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Is that enough shit, chat? Can we get into some booze news? Do we even have booze news? Yes. Do we hit it? Hit it. <laughs> what, about, what about the bip bip bip? I'm off my game. Me a minute. <laughs> I get it. Beautiful. I love string quartet versions of songs. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, my God. Little syncopation. <laughs> <laughs> Give It Up String Quartet was sent to us by Paul Burgess. And if you have a booze news theme, email it to the Sloppy Boys Podcast at gmail.com. That was beautiful. Burgess, Burgess you did it. You did, did it. it. You knocked it out of the park. Finally. That is, I, I now I'm curious if Burgess did that on his like uh, keyboard or if he has a string quartet. It sounded quartet. rich. It sounded real it to me, but you know, good. MIDI, you, these days everything is 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 MIDI. Musical instrument digital interface? It took me a long time to realize what song that was. That's a that's um, the trick of the string quartet. Well, sometimes it's saying something that when I heard it, I was like, "What is this? So like a Radiohead song?" I, that's, I, thought, <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought it was like I don't know what. Something. Well, I, I, the composer Tim Kalpakis, he mm-hmm. is very Radiohead esque. 
Yeah. Now, did did the composer write it for strings and just uh, ended up recording it with a band, yeah, or was it written he, he, for? He was he had to deal with what he what was at hand, which was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the drummer and dickhead drummer and bozo bass player. <laughs> <laughs> at hand, yikes! This is like how Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was originally written as a novel, but then he said, "You know what? I think this is, just has to be a film." You know, I read it that has novel. To. So you were writing for cello and uh, yeah. viola. Mellow Jello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great good. work, Paul Burgess. And I, that also reminds me, uh, we're coming out at the end of the year. We're doing our um, Burgers for Burgess pledge drive. <laughs> so oh, perfect. Can, Get this man fed. See, see how many burgers you can eat and post it to Instagram. It all goes to <laughs> Paul Burgess who sent us that. <laughs> you want to talk about burgers for a second? I got something to talk to you about. Oh, God. I'm learning. I, I got my Duolingo app. I'm learning Spanish. Okay. I got, see, I got, I wanted that. I got the Dua Lipa app, but you know, you continue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I got to uh, the, the section where I'm learning hamburger. <laughs> and uh, it's hamburguesa. There's a whole section? Uh, just a little part <laughs> it's, of it's the, a the food lesson. It's the food, ordering food lesson. Mm. Hamburguesa. But if you want a, f- you know, a fish burger or a fish, whatever, it's hamburguesa de pescado. So, sure. but who? But that's such a funny thing. I think to be like a hamburger. Here's hamburger, fish. and uh, here's fish burger. Mm. But we have fish sandwich. Yeah, so mm. I learned that too. Language is a tricky thing. I know it felt like an, it felt like a tough early one to to do. Some of the Piscata. early ones were water, milk, and bread. Those were pretty simple. Simple. Mm. The building blocks of life. And of course, of course, we all know passport is passaporte. Sure. Right. I'm I'm in a bunch of the, in the travel section. There's a bunch of stuff that's like. Bus, autobus, hotel, hotel, <laughs> bank, banco. <laughs> like it's a very easy segment for me. Duolingo, huh? That's that. That's cool. I want to. Uh, I want to do that. I was thinking about learning some Greek. Oh, that'd be good. Mm. That'd be good. It's just in time for Greek week. I'm I, also I curious. I want to. Uh, I want to like do the Duolingo English and see like what they start English. People who want to speak English, would they start them out? Well, it's also just good to, you know, polish up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, you've been speaking it your whole life, but you never know what gaps you got to fill. It's been a while. I haven't brushed up on the fundamentals. Like, oh, know? it's it's suitcase, not suitcase, right, for example. Yes, of course. Oh, it's a sedan. Hmm. <laughs> oh, <that. laughs> uh, we've told the suitcase story, right? Come on, regale us, Tim. Yeah, that my dad, as a joke, intentionally... Taught me that a suitcase was a soup case, and I just said it. I said it. I said it till I was like 12. until like junior high. <laughs> yeah. And now the sedan side of things is Jeff. You don't like the word sedan. No, 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 no. We were joking about the words that people hate, like moist, right? Yeah. And then uh, we were just kind of coming up with like, what are some weird words that people might not like? And we decided like, ooh, month, ooh, sedan. <laughs> oh, that was a sketch. Okay, that, that was that was. It was a real. season two birthday boy sketch I wrote that was about like a conversation that was like all moist and panties and stuff. But then yeah, Jeff was like, ooh, sedan. <laughs> oh, I thought that was. A, I thought that came out of the Jeff world. Anyway, I told someone recently could have been. Uh, well, Jeff, boys sedan is a Jeff world thing. Yeah, gotcha. I, I told so maybe I think it was John Haskell, the uh, Sloppy Boys music video director, mm-hmm. that Jeff has that issue with the word sedan. So next time he sees you, he might bring that up and you play along. God, I've noticed. I've noticed that he's been really careful not to say it in front of me. Yeah, yeah. the, the backflips yeah. he's gone four through. Dark, four door car. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Uber's almost here. It's a <laughs> Volkswagen. It's a Volkswagen four door. Jesus. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Christ, this is barely got out. You know how often we all say sedan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, what's the actual booze news? 
Well, at the end of the year, it's it's a uh, it's a time to be happy for the future, but then it's a time to be is it not also <laughs> sad for the past? <laughs> sad for the what sad I want, for the future too. I don't know my intro, but this is sad. I wanted to say that th- no. this month we lost <laughs> uh, uh, one of the greats, one hundred and four year old legendary bartender Harry Yee passed away this month. Oh, uh, this came to us. I from recognize the his name. I can't remember where. I can't um, remember what his. Uh, what what thing I was. I guessed Bee's knees, but I'm probably just conflating. Like, no, oh, no, yeah. you're thinking Harry Craddock. This is or Harry McAlone. Harry Yee was the bartender at the Hilton Hawaiian Village in Honolulu, Waikiki. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, he invented the Blue Hawaii. So we discussed ah. him in our Blue Hawaii episode, and we mm-hmm. went there, scoped it out. But um, I would say even more so than the Blue Hawaii, he, his his big claim to fame, he's the guy that took a little tiny umbrella and put it in the Yeah. Drink. Yeah. Because the they used to put time. him in the chicken, right? They used to stick him in the chicken? Yes. Yes. It, it was like a, thing. like a food thing. It was a food thing and they like sold him in Chinatown or something. And he was like, hey, maybe we'll do this. He also put like uh, orchids cool. in tiki, tiki drinks and stuff. Nice. Um, Man, did so, you say he was 104? Yeah. 104. He passed on December 7th. Wow. 104. You don't expect someone living in the uh, bartending world to live so long because you you figure that they're going to have some drinks and make it a part of their life. And we all know that is not good for health. But um, I watched the Today Show and they do like the Smuckers birthdays and they announce birthdays that are over over 100. And for every single person, it's like they ask them what their secret to longevity is. And it's always like. Have a pack a day. <laughs> you know, they always why do. Smuckers, why is Smuckers the brand on the the, the hundred year birthday? Because <laughs> old no people idea. love preservatives. You know, oh, they, they, they love, preserve because yeah, they're well preserved. Just the idea of it, they're like, oh yes, interesting. I'll be preserved like a grape. <laughs> I was just I heard something about uh, Campbell's soup. Remember the Campbell's chunky soup ads where it was like the football players and like uh, Jerome Bettis. Mm-hmm. And like he would be there and his mom would come out and say, you got to eat, get eat yeah, some yeah. chunky soup to be. Well, every year they would do that with like a new player. And apparently, apparently, apparently kid. Yeesh. Uh. Uh, so apparently kid um, in the Madden football game, you can play like the chunky tournament game or something like that. And there, everyone has like chunky logos on their helmets and on their shirts and stuff. So it's just funny to think of like uh, chunky really got their foot in the door for soup. And football. Yeah, one of the great yeah. uh, brand tie-ins, much like Butterfinger and Bart Simpson. Yes, yes. A long-running symbiotic relationship. What was this thing? like, Butterfingers are neat, man. Neato. They're neato. No. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, folks, we discussed candy bars at length over on the blowout. Oh, yeah. Just go to patreon.com slash the sloppy boys. Um, you know what candy bar didn't come up? I've been keeping my eyes on the uh, candy bar section at uh, Rite Aid, and a bar that didn't come up on our podcast is uh, Fifth Avenue. I saw that the other day. Oh. Oh, yeah. Fifth Avenue. That's funny, because it's like Fifth Avenue in New York is like the Madison, like the nice, not Madison Avenue, that's so Yeah, street. I have a place there. But it's like, uh, it's like Tiffany's and nice oh, shopping, nice. so it's like, ooh, this is a nice candy bar. For so, me. Tim, for us, that'd be like Rodeo Drive. Thank you. I didn't know what Mike, what the fuck he was talking about. <laughs> um, I did have a take five lately because I said, ooh, that's one that I didn't quite get my hands on. Oh, the pretzel It's dynamite. I get yeah. it. I get the hype. Uh, big take five fan, Nick Kroll. 
Oh, yeah. You you sure, work sure. with Nick Kroll, you're going to have some take five sitting out on the writer's table. Hey, Nick, can I have one of these? Go ahead, Tim. You're a hell of a guy. Nice. Um, <laughs> I, I have to uh, add to the booze news right now. I am in a hotel room. My, my uh, connection isn't the greatest. I'm also on my headphones. I don't have a good uh, microphone here. So the audience is probably saying, why is Hanford sound so distant and terrible? Well, it's the headphone set. It's the earbuds. And, I, well, and I, I'm going to try not to do this a lot. No. No. <laughs> Nasty boy. But I'm also getting from Tim. I'm getting Tim is like on the screen here is frozen. He's blotchy and frozen. Okay. Jeff, you're, you're clear, but you're moving uh, stuntedly. And sometimes the audio is going a little in and out. So if, I think if it's all probably of a sudden the same connection. Being, if something's being talked about and, I'll, and I'm not talking, it's probably because I can't hear you. Damn. Um, I think I'm probably just the same choppiness as Jeff, but I'm holding more still in the screen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, we're uh, experienced podcasters going into year three. We're used to podcasting under adverse conditions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because when COVID happened, we didn't know. Like for the first time, you couldn't go out. You couldn't. You couldn't see (laughs) the people uh, that you love. You know, you everyone was at home, and we had to make do when COVID was around. Yep, you had to. It was like uh, before COVID. Yep. Do you want to zoom? What are you talking about? Now it zoom is a verb, right? Yeah, now zoom. zoom is a verb. Usually, I'd be like, "Want to go zoom around in my Mazda?" Zoom, zoom, zoom. Right. 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 Do you want to? Uh, yes. Yeah, zoom around the Mazda. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. There you go. When we started, Tim didn't even have a microphone. He but he managed to rig up half of a coconut and some paper clips. <laughs> yeah, and it's only in the past month did he uh, fix that problem. <laughs> Yeah, and then I made a coquito. Come on! Oh, Ooh. possible drink of the year. Possible that was drink a good of the one. Year. Really good one. Uh, it's a dessert as much as it is a cocktail. But yeah, come on. Yeah. You have to put a shitload more rum in there. I'm telling you. I'm surprised it took me this long for that to come across my desk. To borrow a phrase. <laughs> also, some I heard somebody saying uh, they go whiskey and not rum in the coquito. Really? Who said that? Read it on the net. <laughs> I want you off of there, Jeff. You're getting a lot of bad ideas on there. <laughs> How else will I be radicalized? Yeah, that's true. Oh, boy. No, we don't need that. All right. That's it for Booze News, yes. Wrap it up. <laughs> Great. I'm trying to turn my... I'm turning the Wi-Fi off on my phone. You think you're you're syncing the whole hotel's Wi-Fi with your phone? No, just in my room, though. Could be... Ah. Pulling it, pull it one way or the other. Either way, we do not need this type of crap right now. Okay, guys, it is the end of the year. It is a wonderful celebratory time. We've had mm-hmm. Christmas. We've had Christmas Eve, all the holidays, except we're headed toward, let us not forget, New Year's Eve, as was mentioned, not Ooh. to mention New Year's Day. Kind of a little bit of a champagne time of year. Would you not agree? <laughs> a sparkly I have, jubilee. I would have to agree with that sentiment. Uh, oh, yes. It, it's a good time for popping bottles uh, and kissing models. Or sabering. And, or sabering. And, and savoring, um, too. And savoring. <laughs> and uh, whether you're out at night celebrating or you're having that hair of the dog brunch uh, this is the time of year to get into the bubbly. And when we uh, said, what drink should we do now? We said, well, we've been saving 
a certain selection from the IBA cocktail list specifically for this type of occasion. And it is the champagne cocktail you've had. Mm, not, had. not had. Not had. You've heard. <clears throat> uh, no. No. Wow. What do you think of the name? Pretty basic, huh? <laughs> I think it is pretty basic. It's one of those things I don't know what to expect. I mean, I've seen the the list of ingredients. I know what to expect. You don't like champagne, so, so you should expect. <laughs> yeah, we see this coming a mile away. Your expectations away, should be low. I don't like this. I don't like champagne, and the ingredients I got here, what I may do at the hotel, suck. So we're going to be like, what, tap water, mouthwash? <laughs> Are you going to be using a little plastic cup from the bathroom? Uh, yeah. I mean, no, it's not even plastic. It's, gonna, it's that paper cup thing. Perfect. And oh, my God. Nice. I just got the stuff and I'm chilling it now in the little fridge that is not was not turned on, so now it's on. Oh, it's gonna be warm. <laughs> the fridge is just cooling down now. Wow, beverage is getting cold along with the fridge. <laughs> yeah. I put everything in there though. Now, Tim, to me, when you say champagne cocktail, I think. Oh, this is great! I'm getting it on the ground floor. This is the first of its kind. Maybe like the old fashioned. Would I be mm. right in making that kind of assumption, or would I be an a right ass. <laughs> um, a right jolly old ass. Getting in the ground floor is in the the origin of a thing, not in that it's new and it's just popping off. Because we've heard of many sh- many cocktails that use champagne, <laughs> but this is called the champagne cocktail. The, the, the big original mama. You are on the right track, Jeff, but let me, more importantly, culturally, I feel like I need to paint a picture for you, okay? I Ooh. love that. You ready to go along for a little ride? Close your eyes. Mm-hmm. With As pleasure. This pick. May 5th, hmm. 2014. The Standard Hotel, Highline, Manhattan, New York, New York. <laughs> Exiting an after party for the Met Gala, rapper Jay Z, aka Ooh. Sean Combs, his wife Beyonce Knowles, and her sister Solange Knowles enter ah. the elevator. Cool, mm-hmm. calm, collected. Oh, boy. But the second the elevator door closes, it's another story altogether. Solange becomes crazed. She, be- she's- she begins to punch and kick Jay for making love to Becky with the good hair. Oh. Soon yeah. the surveillance video will be all over TMZ. And soon Beyonce would spin the tale into Grammy gold. But then something remarkable happens. A young comedy writer is in New York for the holidays, 2014, December of that very same year. And he's staying at that very same Highline Hotel. What? He rides the very same elevator where the incident took place. And he goes to the very same rooftop bar where the party had taken place. (laughs) (laughs) There's a dress code. And he's not allowed to wear his Nikes. So he gets by on a technicality wearing his big, fat, clumpy winter boots like a big fucking idiot (laughs) into a fancy bar. The room is giving glamour. Top of the standard is gorgeous. He goes to the restroom. He finds that the urinals are facing out the window with a breathtaking view of the Empire State City. Wow. Everyone can see his... Yeah, <laughs> with a certain uh, high caliber magnifier. Yeah, you need uh, two telescopes and you can see everything. <laughs> so, so you're, you're making fun of me for my dick looking small from a hundred stories. <laughs> yeah, 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 we are. <laughs> Wait, this is you? Oh, well, this is you, Tim. <laughs> Hold on, cut that out. Um, Eighteen million New Yorkers look up and say, "Ooh, that's a teeny little dick." Okay, no, no, no. 
Um, so he, uh, uh, this the comedy writer who's in question here, he takes a glorious piss, as hot as it is yellow. And then he makes his way back to the elegant bar. He looks at the menu, and a certain cocktail catches his eye. He looks up to the bartender and says, I'll have a champagne cocktail, please. Cut to Musso and Franks in Hollywood this very year, 2022. That young comedy writer has blossomed into a young comedy writer with gray sideburns. He's celebrating his mother-in-law's birthday. He looks at the menu and a certain cocktail catches his eye. He turns to the red jacketed waiter and bellows. (laughs) I'll have a champagne cocktail. Jack. Jack. And so my friends, if you ask me today, have you had the champagne cocktail? I've had twice. <laughs> wow. It was me in the story. Wow. Yes, yes. Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Amazing. I had no idea you were at the same uh, hotel that Jay-Z was once in. Right, Sean Carter. In the same elevator. Mm-hmm. Well, I, now, I've seen that video. Well, we'll get back to the comedy writer in question. Yeah. But I've seen that video. Beyonce, I can't remember. Beyonce's there, too. She's just watching just, it happen. She like stands in the corner, bodyguards are breaking up, and Beyonce knows what it's all about, so she's just standing there. Dang, what a crazy time. You got to imagine them. that she knows, not that there's cameras in the elevator, but just that she's got this sort of media training down, this publicity training down where... Publicity. She knows she's she's technically still in public, and she can't react. Solange was um, not quite as groomed did we? As Beyonce, so she's the one who lashed out. You right. see, because Beyonce has isn't there? There's a song lyric about like billion dollars in an elevator or whatever, and yeah, I do think it's like Solange isn't wasn't quite as media trained, perhaps. Ah, mm-hmm. the, uh, uh, there is a there is a question on my mind for you two, which is YouTube. Did we ever find out who Becky with the good hair is? Um, is that somebody yeah, who's just I, never been named or? It's people figured it out. I don't. I didn't know oh. her, but it's like some. <laughs> you didn't know her personally. Like, not personally. <laughs> I, mean, I thought through the like five or six people I know, and it wasn't, it wasn't there. Like, I don't know anyone named Becky, and uh, the ones people I do know don't have good hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, it, historically, for this drink outside of just me and Solange. Um, uh, remember, in our very first episode of this podcast, the Tom Collins, we talked a lot about legendary bartender Jerry Thomas. Uh, Mm -hmm. His Mm -hmm. book that came out in the 1860s is like the original like cocktail book where a lot of shit uh, was first mentioned. And Jeff, you're right. This is the champagne cocktail is in that book, uh, an early version of it. That's very simple. Doesn't Mm -hmm. have the cognac and stuff. Um, And it's 1862, which was funny to me that they're like putting out a fun time cocktail book in the middle of the Civil War. But two decades later, bartender uh, Harry Johnson in New York kicks it up with a few more ingredients, and we get the classic champagne cocktail that is on menus to this day. Here is the IBA recipe. 90 milliliters chilled champagne. That's three ounces. 10 milliliters cognac, third of an ounce. Two dashes Angostura bitters. Few drops of Grand Marnier, optional. Hmm. One sugar cube. Here's the method. Place the sugar cube with two dashes of bitters in a large champagne glass. Add the cognac. Pour gently chilled champagne. Garnish with orange zest and maraschino cherry. Great. I forgot the orange zest. Here's another problem I'm, I'm realizing that I have here at the hotel. I don't have any measuring stuff. So, well, two dashes and then 
How much champagne? I guess just fill to the top with champagne and then a little splash there of... Uh... I can't wait to see what you come up with, man. It's going to be so funny. I'm going to go to the letter of the law, except I don't have the Grand Marnier. I I, I will do the Grand Marnier, and I like it with the Grand Marnier because it gives that, that orangey glow, but... Mm. um. I don't have a sugar cube, so I'm just going to use a little bit of sugar in the bottom. But I will say what's cool about the cube is you notice that we didn't stir this up, right? So like the cube, when I had this at um, Musso and Frank, I really liked it. I think I have a video from it. Um, Ooh. I, the sugar the sugar cube sits in the bottom of the glass. It's got the, the bitters on it. And then you add the other stuff on top of it. So like that cube is kind of just sitting there. It exists at the bottom. Yeah, it's a sub And it's kind of giving little, uh, little bubbles. Yes. And then at the end, you have a little <laughs> dessert. Nice. Well, great. Uh, I can't wait to mix this up. Should we get to it? Yeah. yeah. Folks, we'll see you after the ads. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey folks, Mike Hanford from The Sloppy Boys here, and I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you gotta get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something, and you get, I just gotta tell someone this, I just gotta fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively, and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now look, you know me, I've been to therapy. I'm the therapy guy, I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, you know what, my two co-hosts piss me off on a daily basis. I've got, it's weighing me down, what am I gonna do? That of course is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. You can tell the therapist what you're feeling and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Now listen to this, if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to 
your schedule. That's right, you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So folks, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SloppyBoys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SloppyBoys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest, have a great time. Champagne cocktails in hand. <laughs> Looking good. Look at it. Look, oh, Hanford. Look at that. <laughs> oh. They put a little, uh, the cups here have little smiley faces on them. Cute. Oh, you should up. smile more. I'm always telling you that, Mike. I say, hey, smile for me, baby. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I do it. Well, here's one, too. <laughs> hey. This one, this cup has a little mustache on it, so you look like you Funny. have a mustache. Funny. Yeah. Fun. Oh, wait a second. Now, your guys, your, your, this is a, it's up. a Hampton Inn, Mike, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, when we were in uh, Chicago, uh-huh. uh, playing a show in Chicago last year, we stayed at the Hampton Inn, and that was in the elevator. It's a funny hotel that does jokes. And remember, in the elevator, it oh, said yeah, yeah. it said "awesome sauce," <laughs> <laughs> just like for no reason on the wall. Awesome sauce. Awesome sauce. <laughs> yeah, this is. Uh, there's no jokes in this elevator yet, but uh, but there's mustaches on the cups. Hold on. I saw you got your drinks were sort of brown. Look at uh, here's what color my drink is. <laughs> Green? It's blue. Why? Oh wow. <laughs> what the hell's because going on? There? Oh, curse. When out. I got my my champagne, I thought the glass was tinted blue, but it's uh, a blue champagne. The it's called Blanc de Bleu. <laughs> it's brute fancy. Okay. Well, and then but mixed with the uh, brown Liquor, it's turned into yeah, it's kind of a <laughs> greenish. Uh, what kind of what kind of cognac do you do? Uh, it's over there. It's that like EVO or E E something. E and J. Yes, E and J. I got a little. I got a little Hennessy in there. How about that? Ooh. I got a little. That looks nice. I'm too. turning into a real Hennessy guy. Henny, as I like to call it. I love it. Henny. It was the only nip they had, the E and J, because uh, I was like, I don't want to bring more smart liquor back to my hotel room and fly with it. <laughs> All right, shall we sit? Yeah, I'll say, um, Jeff, yours looks really nice. I also went for not a champagne flute, but I built mine in like a coupe glass because I've seen, I've had the it it made like this a lot. But here was my one fatal flaw was I Uh-oh. really tried to pour that champagne softly to not disrupt the sugar and stuff. But I kind of oh. splashed it too hard and and it kind of all mixed up. But I don't really have like a a, a brown sugar bomb at the bottom like I wanted. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait. I got maraschino cherry too. Didn't they suggest that? I'm going to yes. do that. Yep. Yes, yes. Hold on. You, you keep talking. Um, Tim, this is another case where, like, when you make it to specs, now I have like a half full coupe glass. I feel like a fool. Right. You know? This should yeah. be a double. Yeah, or you need a little teeny little Nick and Nora for that. Mm. I got a big old boat of a glass. Not, not past that the halfway point, but hey, that's life. Oh, but. And I guess the reason for the champagne flute must be surface area, right? Much like the highball right. glass. Right. You Keeping want to keep the those bubbles down below. trapped. Okay. Sips, Mike? Yes. Let's do it. Sips. Ugh. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh, should old acquaintance be forgot? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if this is an acquaintance, I would happily forget it. <laughs> oh, really? Your green paper cup of bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget warm. <laughs> um. Hey, that just remembered that re- remembered me. Reminded me of my definitive version of Old Lang Syne, which Jeff played at the end of this episode to play us out. People need oh, to hear that. that. That'll be that'll be nice. nice. I think it'll that'll be a bring good, a tear. It'll be a rousing New Year. Not a dry eye in the house. Now, Tim, do you think uh, when we see uh, fish on New Year's Eve, Jeff, you're of course invited, but we've learned that you uh, unfortunately cannot make respectfully it. decline. Yeah, we'll, Tim and I will be at MSG. We got a polite pass from Jeff. <laughs> do, you, do you think when they play uh, Auld Lang Syne, they'll be playing your version or the traditional version? Probably mine because you can jam it out a little bit. A fold! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kind of think so, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they did last year and the year before, so why wouldn't they this year? So why wouldn't they, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry uh, that was so formal when I declined. I know my, my assistant reached out to you guys and was like, look, Jeff loves both of you guys. Yeah, like, it was so really sweet. would love to find the right yeah. thing someday, but this just isn't it. Isn't the, <laughs> right, the right timing? We'd love to, we'd love to right, find the right event. <laughs> Event to attend, but this just isn't the one. This just isn't to get the three of you guys together. Yeah, we thought it was great. We're like, great. Well, so we have a relationship with Jeff. Maybe this wasn't the thing, but we'll figure it out. But she said, Tiff Tiff says hi, by the way. (laughs) Mike, when you and I I, go to Madison Square Garden to see fish, mm -hmm. I don't know that I've actually, I've been to Penn Station. I may have never actually been in the garden before. Can I expect that I'm going to? Bump into uh, Mark Messier, Patrick Ewing, some of the greats over the years. They hang around and go yes. To, yeah. They all have apartments <laughs> in the, <laughs> under the ice. <laughs> it's one of those weird technicalities. If you even play one game there, you get an apartment for life. Now, wait a minute, Je- Tim. You've never been, went to a Rangers game? I, I was a Ranger fan. I, I My brother and dad were big Rangers fans. And I, I feel like my dad didn't want to deal with bringing us into the city. Like, mm-hmm. we went to... We hated the New Jersey Devils, but we went to Devils games because you could just like drive ah, to the Meadowlands. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. fact, I feel like I probably even saw like the Rangers play the Devils. Now uh, today, the, this episode is coming out the twenty eighth, correct? Mm-hmm. Today, tonight, I'm going to see Fish tonight. What? I'm, Where? I'm what? At the MSG, they're playing four shows. You know, leading into the New Year's. Wild. Cool. So I'm, they're doing twenty eighth, twenty ninth, thirtieth, and thirty first. You Man. like that band, don't you? I'll be there. I've never done uh, more than one of these. I've, I've done one of the New Year's run before. A lot of big acts can fill the house in a case like that. Like uh, previously, we played two shows back to back at Subterranean in Chicago. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that yeah. Who could forget? We sat at Hampton Inn and the elevator said Amaze Balls. <laughs> awesome sauce. Awesome sauce. <laughs> same, same, same world. Same world. That's pretty fun, though, to. Uh, you know, maybe you go to a city and you could play the big giant place, but maybe you play the medium place and you play it a couple times. Yeah. That's a cool move. <laughs> yeah, the giant place being uh, MSG and the medium place being uh, subterranean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and now, now, don't get it twisted, Chicago fans. When we come on the tour in uh, April, we will not be playing subterranean this time. It didn't work out date-wise, but we're playing Beat Kitchen, the Beat Kitchen. And that's a Saturday night, folks. Oh, my so God. So put on yeah, your dancing Chicago shoes. Chicago loves Beat Kitchen. It's, it's going to be perfect. Hey, if you didn't hear about this, we're touring the Midwest. Go to our socials and find out we're hitting your city. And when we say Midwest, we weirdly include Atlanta and uh, New Orleans. (laughs) Orleans. 
Why not Memphis? We haven't really looked Those at a map. Bonus. We're not geographical guys. Um, well, you got to say, also, you got to call it something. That's true. And for the hometown fans uh, in LA, we're going to be playing in Highland Park um, at the Lodge Room with Don't Stop or We'll Die on January 26th. Check that and out. Townland. Get out to that show. And Townland. Uh-huh. Townland. Matt Gorley. Holy shit. We've played there before. That is a fun room. It is a lively room. It is sounds good so folks you come to that you're gonna have a little fun and uh we don't mind being the purveyors of that fun now last time we played there in fact we, we step out on st- <laughs> yeah we step out on stage last time wait a minute tim yeah. watch what story you're telling here might make one of us look bad we'll see you by the end of the story we'll revisit the huh. crowd is the crowd is hungry the, yeah. the, the mood is right. We step on the stage. There's a roar of the slob heads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jefferson Dunn sits at his drums, gets a little splashy Ooh. in the cymbals. Nah, Tim Galbag slings on his app and starts tuning oh, he's, up. He's, he's, he's dialed in. Assured, confident. Mike Hanford drops his bass onto the floor. Guns Bong. <laughs> 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 Hanford puts the bass on. One of the, uh, one of the fasteners uh, for the strap was... Not attended to correctly by him, and it fell off. <laughs> All the slop heads go silent, hands clapping over their ears from the loud bass thong. <laughs> it's, you know, you never like to do that. Tim doesn't see this. Tim launches into the first song. We play the whole song, and only at the end does Mike say, Tim, did you see my bass fell off? <laughs> <laughs> did you see? Um, that is uh, not a fun thing to do. And it's especially not fun when you're <laughs> borrowing the bass from uh, Paul Rust, who's just in the wings watching. <laughs> My base, oh, <laughs> you fool! Well, if there's ever anyone who's not a picky gearhead, it's Paul Rust. He, knows, yeah, yeah, yeah. He can fling a base around. <laughs> he and I have passed bases between each other before, and uh, no real, no real care for how it's uh, handled. Um, this drink does was stink. Was uh, hey, I like it. I, well, I'll save that save for final it for thoughts. final thoughts, dude. Right. But I like Angostura, so I'm enjoying sure. the drink, right? But I said to myself, Tim, this is familiar. What is it? What does it remind you of that we've had on the pod? And then it hits me something worse, but similar. Mm. Something bad, oh. but similar. The Sealbach. Uh, Remember that? Remind me what's in that. Yeah, I'm going to block that out. It was a universally despised drink by us that I brought back from Louisville. And it's champagne with bourbon in it, but it also oh, yeah, has yeah, Cointreau yeah, yeah. and bitters, so it has an orangey bitters thing going on. Oh, this is uh-huh. very similar then. Yeah. Wait, yeah. so d- d- does Seelbach has champagne? Um, yes, but it's got an ounce of bourbon. So, okay. you know, this is gentle with the cognac, uh, uh, th- and that's kind of a harsher thing. And I loved it when I had it at the Seelbach Hotel, but then when we had it in LA, I said, this is not an order again. <laughs> Yeah, these both taste like, or that drink and this both taste like something that you'd stumble upon as an eight-year-old at your grandma's, and not the grandma that you go to to see all the time, the other grandma. It just has sort of like a foreign, mature, out-of-reach taste that I yeah, yeah. still don't love. It's, um, uh, I, you know, I can't, I'm having a tough time judging this because it's, uh, it's the, such a weird situation, but I don't think I would like this drink anyway. Do you have bitters in there, Mike? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and I got some sugar from the, uh, the little coffee area here at the hotel. <laughs> well, there you go. Oh, man. Um, you did pretty well. 
I got it. I got this. Yeah, I, you got more stuff than I thought you were going to get. Because initially, you know what I said initially? I'm just not going to do this one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Took a little Sitting cajoling down. on the group chat to get you out to the one liquor store. put in front of me. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't want to. Now, uh, given the circumstance, how do you make this into a drink that you do like? I'll say this. What's really working for me is the Grand Marnier. Mm-hmm. So... I, I do like the tradition of champagne with a little thing plopped in it, you know, whether mm-hmm. it's a Cur Royale or whatever. I would say, folks, if you're just having champagne and if you have like Cointreau or Grand Marnier around, just give it a little. That's nice. Yeah. You know what? Uh, I think we should do a round two. Yeah. Um, I think my uh, this is actually good for my COVID probably just Ooh. the bubbles. Um, <laughs> just and uh, I don't have Grand Marnier, but I do have Cointreau and I will add a splash. Nice. And I'll report back. My round um, two is going to be ice. I'm gonna. I got the ice machine right next to my room. Smart. I'm gonna put some ice in this thing. Cool. You're gonna need um, it. My round two is gonna be the same thing. But before we get there, I wanted to check in with you guys and just ask if you had a good Christmas. Oh yes, yes. Christmas yes. was fantastic. Spent with loved ones. Mm-hmm, same. I will have uh, had a good Christmas. And how was the sentiment? Top notch. <laughs> it was right there. Best of the year, baby. <laughs> it was right there. Um, Because I wanted to tell you guys something, which was I, so I had a great Christmas and I, so I watched this, this TV special that was like this vintage TV special. It was a cartoon and it was so good. It was called Frosty the Snowman. And have you seen that? Yeah. The Mm -hmm. hat, Um, he's his hat. And the magician runs him around. Yeah. Yep. Right. So there's, you mentioned the hat. Um, and then the the magician, and then um, magician's name Hinkley or something. He had a funny name. Look yeah, up. Hinkley is I think an assassin. Yeah, he was anyway, sort of assassin. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying. I'm trying to remember everything about uh, Frosty that because I loved this character so much. Um, I was trying to remember every uh, aspect of him that I loved the most, and I was like, well, mm-hmm. yeah, the the he had that magic hat. And Professor Hinkle. Old- right. And then there was that, of course, Hinkle, and um, um, of course, it's, it's escaping me right now. But do you know what um, what what kind of uh, cob pipe he had? Wait, hold I on. I can't really remember what type of cob pipe. Uh, Frosty. Geez. It's on the tip of my tongue. I know there's yeah. a there's uh, a young man out in the world who. Oh, I uh, Jeff hit it. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> yep, I know. It's corn! That's the kind of cob pipe that Frosty had! And he had a button nose! It's corn! That's the kernel kind of pipe and eyes of coal! And don't forget the magic hat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was corn. Oh, it's corn. Okay. Oh, it was corn. It's corn. It's corn. Yeah. Oh, God, I almost said it. You, there might be some kid online who knows about it. But it wasn't a kid at all who was saying that. That was me. He was an adult man, yeah. <laughs> it was you. I get that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. God. So it's corn, folks. And it wasn't so obsessed with what was... Um, the kind of cob. You also cover all the major attributes of Frosty, the coal eyes and the button mm-hmm. nose. Coal you eyes, still get all those. And that's yeah. good. Yeah. And two coal eyes made eye. out of coal. And, 
And two eyes made out of snow. Yeah. Snowy the coal man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, that's the problem when you're making a snowman and you give them eyes of snow, they don't really pop. <laughs> yeah, pop out. That's why they started using coal and corn and carrot. All right. Enough um, of whatever this is. Thank you. Let's do a second round, and we'll come back here, and we'll discuss our final thoughts. Well, quick question, since we're, since we're talking about snowmen. Have you ever seen out in the real world a good snowman? Yeah. Make them all the time. A really, like, that one that's all, just, like, lumpy and shitty. And- Mike, <laughs> I'm, like, the snowman guy. Damn. I, I just never really have come across one. I'd roll but- up one of those dudes three-ball style. Tonight. <laughs> Three balls. I would always be the kid who like wanted to make a T Rex, but then never could. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Nobody's doing the uh, the Calvin and Hobbes version. Yeah. Jeff, you seem like the kind of kid where when you're at the beach, you were really intent on that sandcastle. All the other kids are playing around the water, and you're slaving <laughs> well, away. I'll, I'll tell All you, the other kids are showing off their muscles to each other, and you're like, ah. <laughs> One time, I went to the beach. This is, must have been like junior high or something. And my buddy and I were like, let's just dig a hole. Let's just <laughs> dig a hole. And, and, and we. we <laughs> And we dug dug a hole so deep that the lifeguards came around and said, you can't do that. You got to fill that back in. And we were like, no, man, it's cool. It's, it's like natural. It's like just like a hole. And he said, yeah, the beachcomber is going to fall in it. You, you got to fill oh, in yeah. this hole. No, it's cool, man. It was like five feet deep. We had like spade shovels. Did it start getting wet down at the bottom? Or was it that deep that it was yep. wet? Yeah. Yeah. Woo. yeah. Nice. I, I did a, my uh, neighbors, we had a neighbor who was my brother's age, you know, two of them. They, one summer afternoon, just, like, started digging a hole in one of the sandboxes, I think in our neighbor's yard, and uh, they went down and down, and we all came over. I walked over and said, yeah, what's this big hole? We, we dug a hole. In the sandbox. Just in the sandbox, as far as they down as they could go. That's funny, because you start digging in the sandbox, and eventually you hit dead grass. Yeah. And they, went, they kept going. And you keep going. Hmm. 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 All right. Well, folks... Why don't you digest all of that, and then uh, we'll come back here and we'll talk about our final thoughts. It's sand. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. And we're back with our final thoughts. Well, let's just t- let's discuss these variants, these round twos. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I put ice in mine, and, and the, the machine gave uh, was good, crushed ice, more kind of like a cracked ice. Oh, the machine is giving crushed. I did right, a more little... more drinkable, uh, colder, but not good. I did a little uh, half ounce Cointreau. A halfer. That's a, a pretty solid. Better. 
Oh, better. That's but but will it snatch the champagne cocktail from the fiery jaws of fate? I don't know. I don't know. I did because I I liked the first round. This time I was just curious about what it would be like to have champagne just with a splash of Grand Marnier in there. Mm. And uh, first I put a little splash and it was not enough because I've got, I have Corbel. So this is like bad champagne. So I was like, well, that's Mm, no good. But then I, then I just added more Grand Marnier and now it's too much. And now it tastes bad again. So uh, my variation has been, has been a bust. Isn't it funny when you're a kid, like you hear Corbell so much because they advertise a lot. Mm -hmm. So you think it's the good one. (laughs) And then when you become an adult, you realize the stuff that's like the most advertised and the most available is actually not the best. (laughs) (laughs) There's a reason like Ferrari doesn't put on uh, TV ads. (laughs) Remember the Corbell commercial with the drinking out of the the high heel Mm -hmm. shoe? It's yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, a, yeah. A, a, a guy, it's like a 90s commercial. This couple is making out after a, like a fancy date and uh, he takes off her shoe, high heel shoe, fancy shoe, pours champagne in it, takes a sip, being all sexy, and he goes, <laughs> and she's like, what? And he's like, the champagne is not Corbell. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You got a foot fungus, babe. It's, it's one for the ages, though. Babe, I love you, it. you fucking stink. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you got Ooh. fungus. You need tough acting, ten acting. <laughs> it's a ten acting commercial. They should have done a crossover with those little like gremlins that go under the toes. You know those guys? Oh yeah, yeah. Ooh. Jesus Christ, nasty Come boys. On. You know what worked on me though was grape poupon, and I don't think oh, yeah. um, I don't think there's That's a fancier a mustard out there. Grape poupon to date it was really good. I you know what I had recently? Like a little jar of Coles mustard, that like ancient original mustard. It's good. Hmm. Hmm. But that's uh, life. Well, uh, I'm going to I'm going to begin my thoughts. Okay. This <laughs> is uh maybe good if you know, it's the end of the year. There's a lot of uh celebrating going on. And if somebody hands you one of these, I'd say go ahead and take a sip. Yeah. But in general, I think this is uh not a stone cold D- classic. Don't and I, I, I dare say it's not an order again and it's a skipper. Like not skipper Bill. <laughs> yeah. What about the character on Gilligan's Island? Yes. Got it. It's him. <laughs> See, now I do think it's a skipper, but a skipper bill. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, yes, this for me is, we understand I've not given it the best shot here. Uh, now, my usual response would be, you know, next time I'm at the the standard high line, I should go up to that area and say, give me one of those drinks that Tim had all those years ago, the champagne cocktail. But you know what? I'm not going to waste a... A drink out. You know You're getting I mean? a martini like, there. You go there, you're getting a martini. Admit it. I get a martini. I get something I know I like, and I want to have the best of it. This, you know, champ- I don't like champagne. I don't like the taste of it. So that. I get no kick from champagne. No, hey. no. So this is a pass for me. You both. Sorry, you both are such martini guys. When we went to Tama, I was surprised both of you. No hesitation. Martini. Yeah, I just... Uh, it's the king of the drinks. I'm doing... I mean, if I'm getting a big piece of beef, a uh, ribeye or a prime rib, it, it's kind of mandatory to have a martini to cut right through it. And I'll tell you what, uh, round <laughs> you two... You cut the steak. <laughs> yeah, 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 he pours it right on the thing. Round two, you guys were uh, you guys were getting beers. Jeffy had black and tans. Mike had a Smithwick's. So I was like, I guess I'll get beers with the boys. So I had a, a, a Guinness, and I came home that night, and I was like, 
Why did I have all that Guinness? Oh, I was so full. Rolled in the door. Yeah, I guess like you want bang for your buck. If you're eating a big old protein, you want, you don't want a ton of volume. No, you want it shrunk down. You want it crisp and cold and it's going to cut right through. (laughs) I don't even know what that means, cut through. Think about about your steaks. Your steak is in your stomach whole, one big piece. And then you have such a cold martini and it's so small and compacted it. It's yeah. like a diamond. Cut right <laughs> it comes flying down the esophagus and then <laughs> right through the steak. <laughs> Precision incision. <laughs> what? Yeah, I guess that is you happening shit down it down. all out. <laughs> and you shoot it out. Precision. Shing. Sharp shards. <laughs> At your toilet. All right, Tim, your final thoughts, please. Did you give them? Uh, delicious. Order again. My one tip would be, you know, there's this, this comes up a lot. What is a dash? You know, you're dashing with your dasher, Mm -hmm. with your Angostura. Do you do a big dash? You do a small dash or whatever. This is a drink, folks. It's two dashes, but make them small dashes because I do think that Angostura bitters, I love them. I mean, I love the Trinidad Sour, but too much bitters in this drink steals the elegance and put, makes it a little bit sharp and, uh. Ooh, Ooh steals elegance. the elegance. That sounds so, yeah. That's great. Stolen valor uh, going on here. So you want to keep this more of a orangey cognac-y champagne drink. Yeah, yeah drink it out of an orange it. peel even. But it's great, and it's good for me. I don't get too amped on champagne. New Year's Eve, you want to drink champagne. I really only like like expensive One. champagne that I can't afford, so I don't yeah. buy it. And so if you have Corbel, do this. If, if you can spend $100 on champagne, get some of that you know, Moet or Vouve Clico or whatever. That's so fucking good. I love that shit. I've only had it like five times, but it's amazing. Yeah, folks, if you're twisting the cap off, uh, you didn't get the right shit. Yeah, if if you got no punt, you don't have the good stuff. (laughs) This this has has a little punt. If you got no punt, your champers are runt. (laughs) Well, uh, the liquid in my paper cup is starting to melt through melt bleed through so jeff it might be time to wrap up this <laughs> that's our song. gig that's our show follow us on social media at the sloppy boys where we release these recipes ahead of time and hey if you can't get enough boys saunter on over to patreon.com slash the sloppy boys yeah. and unlock that bonus episode that bonus weekly episode the sloppy boys blowout where we talk about the shit we really care about <laughs> like for example this week we're discussing 2022's best thing yeah. Oh, hell yeah. And if you want to get your fingers working on that keyboard of yours on your computer or uh, cell phone, hop on over to the sloppyboys.com and check out the apparel selection. Ooh. Fine threads for those. For the new year. For those shoulders. Yeah. From shoulder to waist, uh, buy a t shirt with haste. <laughs> yes. And buy two, if you want. If there's more than one of you in your household. Yes. Fill up your cart with t-shirts. Hit checkout. You get the shirts. You get the shirts. Right. Put in your credit card number. It's like the main thing. Tweet us your credit card number. (laughs) And don't just... A lot of people do this and they complain. It was, hey, the shirts never came. They just wave their credit card in front of their computer. No, no, nope. no, 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 no. That's no, a big no. N-O from the hand man. You got to type in them out. Type That's out a big bowl of wrong. <laughs> Goodbye, folks. Bye. Bye.
Yeah.